every trip is a, a new chapter of your life. I write my intentions and I set my intentions for the trip. And I'm like, who am I now? Who do I want to be after the trip? And what do I want to get done? Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Manifesting Money Podcast. My name's Anita Aguilar. I am your host, as well as a money mindset coach, a manifesting expert, and so are you, and I'm going to show you how, and the CEO of a multi-million dollar company teaching manifestation. This podcast's purpose is to bring massive consciousness around the world of money manifestation, and we want to share our stories to truly help you understand that money is just energy. It's an unlimited resource that you can tap into at any given point in time. The way that you feel about money is how it shows up for you. So if you have the limiting belief that you have to work super hard for money, this podcast is for you. I'm going to be sharing the things that I personally learned the hard way, but I'm also going to be sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and stories of those who truly healed their relationships with money and have mastered attracting abundance. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Oh, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Manifesting Money Podcast. As you can tell, I'm really excited because it's been a minute since I put a podcast out there, especially having a guest. So you all are in for a treat today. Again, if you are a new listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are a long-term listener, a day one since I was a makeup artist and transformed this podcast into a Manifesting Money podcast, I am so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you for your continuous support and patience with the podcast. One of my favorite ways to really show my appreciation for you all and just know that all of you listening and sending your message and doing this work truly makes an impact is to share one of your testimonies every time that we start a podcast. So this is a special shout out to Abby Drew. Abby messaged me the other day and said, hi, Anita, here's the update. 25 days later, I have manifested the extra $1,000 goal I made on day one. She's referring to the three-day workshop when she's talking about day one. Uh, I'm so grateful for the money and about how my thoughts about money are changing. It didn't happen in the time frame that I set, but I have certainly grown and learned a lot about myself. Thank you for your course that has helped me at this stage in my journey manifesting my dream life. XO. <laughs> oh, Abby, thank you so much for not only sharing this message, taking the time out of your day to text me and send this, but also doing the work. It's so much. It's so much, guys. Like you can really make a huge impact just by working on yourself and sharing your story. So thanks again. And without further ado, I am going to start introducing one of my followers turned friend and soul sister who is out there just living her most abundant, beautiful life. And I'm just so grateful that our paths crossed and that there are so many things that we could relate on, not only in person when we got to see each other in New York City, but also just, again, seeing each other's journey of growing. And every time she travels, I just see a different version of myself. And I'm genuinely so excited for her. So in today's podcast episode, she's not only going to share her vulnerable stories of how traveling has had its difficulties, but it has also really just been ingrained in her since she was a little girl. One of my favorite things about her story is how she talks about the will and the resilience of making these trips happen in the beginning and all the different ways that money manifested and opportunities manifested when she did have this desire and follow through. 
but also seeing how she's evolved and learned how to monetize doing something that she loves and also sharing all of these amazing places with people all over the world. So right now she's setting the example for other people that you can too not only live your most abundant, beautiful life by making it happen, but you can change your lifestyle and start to be a digital nomad. Oh, I'm just so excited just even saying this out loud because she is such an inspiration to me. I actually made a blog with all of the different points that we made from this podcast episode because there are just so many amazing realizations that we talk about it. So whether you're a mother and you have children and you don't know how you're going to make it happen or if you should bring these children or if you're somebody, again, who is balling on a budget, you want to go on a trip, but you don't have the money for it. Uh, She has so many not only tips and tricks about this, but resources available. So I highly recommend that you get in her energy on her newsletter. I love the stories that she sends out there. I am literally reading them like a book. Okay, I can go on and on about her, but I'm going to let you hear it for yourself. And without further ado, let's get right to it. First, I mean, we can start off with one manifestation question, but I just want to pick your brain all things shovel. I guess my one question for you right now is if you had an extra million dollars in your bank account, what would you do today? Ooh, if I had a million dollars in my bank account today, I would honestly do what I'm already doing I, I knew you were gonna say that I knew you were gonna say it. I mean I'm here in Puerto Rico like I'm in this beautiful apartment like I'm overlooking I'll try and show you I don't know if you can see like the oh. is right there and and I'm doing what I love and it's just like my life is really good right now so I would be doing exactly what I'm doing like maybe I would um use some of that money towards my business and like growing things in a different way or like maybe faster but I love my life right now so can't complain yeah can't complain when you don't complain oh it's one 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 my time Yay. it's one 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 oh, my time one, one angel numbers we love those angel numbers <laughs> okay well we can just recap for everybody who's listening because I know that we met in person for the first time yes but we met on tiktok yeah and we, that was super fun yeah like I was consuming your content like love your content it was just so inspiring and your mindset and everything I felt like we were so aligned and in sync you know when you just feel like someone's vibrating at the same level as you and I felt that with you and we were following each other and then I was like hey I'm gonna be in New York and we met up it was amazing and yeah great conversation and just I felt like I was buzzing after it Oh, me too. I just get so excited like when I get to talk to people. It's almost like we're soul sisters, you know? Exactly. I feel that so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, it's it was really cool for me because I know I told you this when we were together, but like, I don't want to say I don't have a lot of friends who are out there not only posting on social media all the time, but like, like to travel and like to go. Because it's like, if you're living your most abundant life, it doesn't mean that everybody around you yeah. is automatically change and that can be kind of hard for sure yeah I I feel the same way and because it's like when you start creating content about like where you're at your what you're passionate about and everything it's like your vibe attracts your tribe I feel Mm. I'm one of my best friends I've met through social media because we kind of create that same 
kind of content where it's like living an abundant lifestyle, like having that mindset and just like being delusional. And yeah, a lot of people aren't going to vibe with being delusional. They're going to be like, you no, you can't do that. Or they have limiting beliefs and they project those on you. And it's really easy. Like when you are living this way and you are surrounded by people like that to start doubting yourself. But when you have people like I have you and I have my other friends through social media and stuff who I see every single day living the same lifestyle that I am living and we're doing it and it's working. It just like makes you, it quiets the negativity for sure. Mm. Kind of projections do people put on you as like a travel influencer? They're like, why are you doing that? What are you running away from? Or like, oh my gosh, you can't do that. You can't live that way forever. Um, or I get that less now because I focus a lot on balanced travel and and I always have been very into like health and wellness and just like mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Um, but it's also like people are like, how do you even make that work? Like, is that even a real job? Like all of the, you know, all the things. And then sometimes like, I have to admit that sometimes I'm like, wait, what am I doing? And it's like, mm. everyone's always like, what am I doing? Like, whether you're working a corporate job or you're an entrepreneur, you're like, why am I doing this every day? Like, what, like, is it working? Like, what's the measuring stick? But at the end of the day, it's like, if you're waking up and you're living your best life and things are working out day by day, that's all that matters. Cause things can change in a, in the drop of a hat. It's like, you can have an amazing opportunity or there can be an, a catastrophe that happens that can change your life. So it's like just being present and living how you want to day by day is what, where it really is. Like that's where the happiness is. Yeah. I like how you talk about the balance too, because the yeah. balance is probably different for each person too, right? Yeah. Like sometimes like even just the lifestyle, like people project their own stuff just because they're not familiar with traveling. Mm-hmm. Or- exactly. Or maybe it energetically affects someone else, someone different. Maybe it's like a lot of energy for this person, but it's like drains another person. So kind of like finding your own balance. Sure, exactly. And that's like so important to think about as well because yeah, travel to a lot of people is like this untouchable like adventure that they're like, oh, I could never do that. Like it's expensive or it's put on this high pedestal. So it could be triggering to a lot of people who have never traveled because they'd never see themselves being able to do that. But I want to make it clear that it's approachable, that it's possible, that it isn't as expensive as people think, that there are so many different ways you can travel and that you can make it happen. Um, Because yeah, I think it, it's something like that a lot of people didn't grow up with. I personally grew up with traveling. Like I grew up all over the world in Australia, Canada. Yeah. And so I'm like a third culture kid. So travel is just some has always been a part of my life since I was born. I literally went on my first plane when I was two months old. And I think I've been (laughs) on over 10 planes every year since then. So to me, it's a normal thing, but to Mm -hmm. other people who haven't lived this way, I can see how it can be triggering, but that's why it's also important to be empathetic to those people Mm. who do have those projections and, and those limiting beliefs. And instead of being like, no, you're wrong or, or becoming defensive when they are, may, they may be rude to you, or they may be like putting you down or something. It's better. I look at it as, okay, this person 
is projecting one, it's not me, it's them, it's their own insecurity. And to mm -hmm. let me speak to that insecurity and empathize with that. So that way they can see how it actually could be possible for them as well. Oh, I love how you said to have empathy and just really look at from both points because yeah. one, you and I both know from like the age of zero to seven years old is when we're developing our blues. So the fact that you did it when you were a child is so awesome to me because yeah. I specifically, my family saying, because we always wanted to go to Disneyland, but we never went. And like everybody would say, we'll take you when you get older because you won't remember. Mm. And I'm like, bro, I remember you saying that. And now I'm Exactly. It's like, those are the most fundamental years of development because that is when whatever happens to you is kind of like set in as law. Like right now I'm reading Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself and they talk mm. about the different brain waves or Joe Dispenza does um, the different brain waves that you go through while you're developing as a child and how when you hear things from like the ages I think it's around seven years old up until then what you're told becomes law in your mind so it's like if you're told tra travel is not possible or you cannot live that way or girls are bad at math and boys don't cry and whatever it is then those children like that creates an imprint in their mind and that's so hard to rewire as you're older it's possible but it's not easy and that's why it's so important with children to like let them know that anything is possible that they their thoughts matter that all these things are possible because yeah you don't want to create that yeah reprogramming your brain when you're older healing from trauma it's a lot of work and it kind of sucks to do but it's possible but if you can raise a child in a way where they don't have to go through that when they're older, it's so much better. Yeah. I was being conscious and aware of it. And like, I think that's always step one and just us talking about it. It's just shining mm -hmm. light on it. Exactly. And keep the conversation going. Yeah. So like if any mothers are listening to this and they want to go on a vacation, but they have children, what would you tell them? I would say if they can afford it to take them to not push it back. And yeah, sometimes it's harder to travel with younger kids, but that is what is going to create a beautiful adult because those experiences matter so much. And I know that me living in all these countries and growing up at such a young age in these different countries led to the life that I'm living now where I am doing the same thing, but I'm also like building a career around it. And I have um, less, I, I'm not as scared and I have less like limiting beliefs because of it mm. also it's like if you can't afford the vacation which I totally get because it can be expensive to travel with a family and it's harder to raise children and everything and um to not tell them that we can't because it's expensive or we can't because of negative reasons but maybe <laughs> frame it in a positive way I'm not sure exactly how they could do that but maybe they could say um well we can't go to Disneyland this year but we could go here instead and take them somewhere that's more affordable and really build those beautiful experiences regardless of the destination because it is about like the memories that you make and the people you're with and that's what they're going to remember more anyways yeah oh I love this conversation I, I I'm like I feel like a stay-at-home nanny right now because I've been watching my niece and nephew like full-time yeah and it's so fun because, you know, the things that I'm learning, what we're talking about, but also yeah. like, it is challenging with the words. Like, you know, people would ask me in the DMs of like, what do I say instead? And then I would kind of give some things of like, 
you think I'd say and now and then I'm in the situation like for example um I, I told my nephew that I'd get him these these cleats mm-hmm. and so what we did was just really break down numbers okay well we're not going to get it right now because this is our budget and this is when next time we get paid and so I'm really just kind of explaining money to him like in a way yeah. like that I think it really opens the conversation too yeah and I think it's so great to have conversations about money with children and to not make it a scary subject because mm-hmm. I find that a lot of times when there is like financial stress stress in households or there is like a scarcity mindset about around money or that it's a taboo subject it leads to people being avoidant of it in adulthood mm-hmm. or they don't have the ability they think that they don't have the ability to earn a certain amount of money or that they're not worthy of certain things or that it's out of reach but when you're having those conversations at a young age it creates that idea that okay like it's tangible like it's possible and and oh like you do have to work for it like it puts the value to it as well but then it also Mm -hmm. doesn't make it unreachable yeah Um, because in my house in my home growing up like there was a lot of stress around money it wasn't that it was very it was very different because it was like we weren't fine we weren't poor like we would sometimes live that way but sometimes we would live like we were extremely rich so it was like a very weird Mm. weird place for me but I think it created subconsciously this this limiting belief around money and also like this kind of not avoidant, but more, more so it's, it could be triggering the conversation. And I've had to really work against that and really understand that I am worthy of making money, that it can come to me, that it's possible and that I don't have to trade my time for money and that I am worth more than what my minimum wage job was or whatever it is. And it's it's hard to build that up, but it's like you are all living in a quantum field and it's like you can jump from like one standard of living to another just based on like how you change your mindset and different things you do along the way. Mm-hmm. Other than, oh, you have to work this long to save up this, this much money to invest it and then make it grow. Like And it's like, yes, you can do it like that, but the other way is possible too. So it's just kind of understanding the different possibilities around money. Am I making sense? I yes, I- absolutely. And especially with quantum fields, like everybody on the podcast. I mean, who who is it? Like a frequent listener yeah. is there of like, again, like not needing to cut back on everything just so that you can uh, either save or, you know, that you can do both. And it's actually better if you do both. both. Mm-hmm. Like don't cut yourself off from traveling until you pay off all your debt it's like just make it manageable you don't always have to spend a bajillion dollars so with that being said let's let's talk about cheap travel I'm so excited about this let's do it I I'm an avid traveler like I love traveling and when I was in my early 20s I was just trying to make it happen like I would stay in hostels backpack couch surf credit card churn I taught English in Spain and I lived off a thousand euros a month when I graduated college for a year. And so I would just do whatever it took to make it happen. But I've gone through like an evolution of travel through my twenties. Like now I'm 27. And instead of just trying to get by to pay for these trips, I'm like, why not earn money while I'm traveling? Why not create a life 
like, I think your career and lifestyle, you should be doing what you love and it should be so interchangeable with your lifestyle that doesn't feel like work. And when you're living in alignment and you find your purpose, you are so able to do that. And if travel is your goal, it's so possible to make that happen, especially now since COVID and remote work is so prevalent and there's so many digital nomad opportunities. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. So it's like, instead of traveling and being broke or just making it work and I'm like why not build your wealth and who you are in your career while you're integrating travel into your life yeah oh it's so cool because you can speak from different perspectives exactly and I think it's good because yeah there's two different type of people who are listening to this and a quantum jump for somebody might even just be the 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 traveling and just making it happen because they've never traveled before like me personally I didn't fly a plane until I was like 18 I never left the country or not country the state I never left the state no way (laughs) like I just feel like there's so many people like that so let alone being a plane so true well look at you now like you lived in LA and New York and you're traveling all the time so so possible at any age now my next thing is like overseas but I realize I have a lot of subconscious fears about it yeah I think physically money is one thing because it's different currencies mm-hmm. I am really scared about the food like there's nothing that happened or anything like and I'm not even like a picky eater yeah but it's just like your deep-rooted subconscious fear that just comes up mm-hmm. and I think the language barrier so those are my top three fears but what what would you suggest for any of these? <laughs> yeah, like, and it's so normal to have those like subconscious beliefs or fears because it's like, it's unknown at the end of the day. Like you don't know what you're going to get into and like what's going to happen, but you know, you're resilient. Like you've gone through things mm-hmm. and it's like, you have that resilience built up. It's just a different situation. And whether mm-hmm. like, So it's like, at the end of the day, like there's this motto I live by, which is fail fast and move forward quickly. I always tell people, I love to fail. I love falling on my face. I love making mistakes because it's your fast track to growth and learning about like what is really meant for you. So it's like traveling is the best way to do that because it's like, yeah, you're going to have, for example, let's talk about food because I went to the grocery store here in Puerto Rico yesterday and I may have gone to the wrong grocery store. I don't know, but there was literally like nothing like I I plan to come here to eat super healthy and clean and kind of just be on this little detox and the produce section was so slim like the <laughs> just all the things were so slim and I I ended up buying like more packaged food than I anticipated and I'm like okay so like how am I going to make this work and yeah like that's something that you face like when you're traveling like the food the living conditions like especially when I was traveling and Africa like the bathroom situation just all of these things are like you're like oh shit like how am I going to manage with this I'm here for a month I'm here for however long but you do because you're resilient Mm -hmm. and you figure it out you problem solve and at the end on the other side you get through it and it's like that wasn't that bad Like I just did that. And you have so much more confidence in yourself because you just problem solved. And when you're traveling alone, it's like, you're taking care of yourself alone. You're doing that alone. And you become such a bad bitch when you do those things. 
Hi, friends. Thanks again for hopping onto this podcast episode. I just have to take 60 seconds to tell you about something that I'm like, bro, I'm literally shaking in my boots and I'm also sad at the same time. So last year around this time, I went to this event called the Summit of Greatness. Some of you may know who Lewis House is. He is the host of the School of Greatness podcast, a podcast that has truly inspired me to start this journey of having my own podcast, having these amazing guests, and really just giving the vision that this is possible for me too. And last year, I invested into VIP coaching with Lewis Howes. And this actually gave me VIP access to the Summit of Greatness. So that's what I want to talk about today. The Summit of Greatness. Guys, I cannot preach about this event enough. It was truly life-changing. And again, he has set the standard of what is possible all over again. So inspiring. So I'm going to paint the picture for you. You're walking into the Ohio Theater and you are seeing guest speakers that are known all over the world that are volunteering to be at this event, to give, give, give all of their knowledge, all of their wisdom. And in between these speakers is live music. And I'm not just talking, you know, some guitar and drum. I'm talking drums. I am talking violinists. I am talking R&B. I am talking poetry. I can't even... I can't even explain it, guys. It was just the most inspiring, up-leveling energy to be in. And you're never going to guess who is going to be a guest speaker for this year's event. Jen Sincero! Jen Sincero! If you're a long-term listener, you know this is my favorite author in the whole entire world. And she's going to be one of the guest speakers. You do not have to be in the VIP to go to this event. Tickets are actually so affordable. And I truly, truly recommend this investment getting there. Whether you got to get an Airbnb, a hotel, just make it happen, guys. This will literally change your life. And I'm sad because I am not going to be able to go today. So please, please, please go for me. And I'm grateful for this connection that I have with the team because they are actually doing a giveaway, a giveaway. They gave me two tickets to give to you all to go to this event. I'm going to be posting something on my Instagram. So make sure you get in there. Just tag your name, send it to a few people. And if you're like, Anita, um, I cannot wait last minute. Just let me get my ticket right now. Make sure you use my code. It's going to be on my Instagram as well. It is case sensitive when you're putting it into your checkout, but you will get $50 off your ticket. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited, but I'm also sad I can't go. I will be there next year, and I'm excited for all those who go for me. All right, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, you become so independent. You can get, if you can get through that, you can get through anything. Like you can go up to anyone and start a conversation, or you can apply to any job and be like, hey, I have this experience. Like you're just banking all of these experiences where you're growing and learning as a person. And whether it's like the food situation or it's like, how much money is this going to cost or the language barrier? Like you are going to figure out a way to communicate with people. Like I was in Turkey last year for uh, a few weeks by myself. Turkish is probably one of the hardest languages I've ever had to like decipher or understand. And Turkish people are nice, but like they're not super like welcoming and everything so getting through and navigating Istanbul which is a massive super bustling busy city was kind of intimidating to me and I was I was like oh my gosh like I felt very like overwhelmed Mm -hmm. but I did it and it was 
amazing. And now I look back and I'm like, holy shit, like I got through that experience on my own. And I just feel so much more empowered, like as a woman, mm-hmm. and more empowered in my work, more empowered in all areas of my life. And I think that's the true beauty in it is like, yeah, you're going to always be scared. I'm scared. Like I was scared coming here, but you're going to do it anyways. And when you mm-hmm. do it, it's just going to open up so many more doors to you. Oh my gosh, there's so many gems. My legs are just like buzzing because I always get chills in my legs and something really resonates. Really? And what you said about resilience just blew my mind because it's true when we are in those situations, like you just figure it out. And for me personally, I think I was so stuck on like money for so long. Like, okay, I just got to figure out the money. I just got to figure out the money. So then when I started to live more abundantly and I actually started focusing on problems that like I still had money problems, but it was more focused on like stuff that you're talking about. It's like, okay, wait, I got to figure out food. I got to figure out my health or I'm going to figure out just like more logistics or things that aren't specific about money. And it just like really challenges you to learn more about yourself and I love what you said about the confidence because it's so true but I like never put that two and two together because I feel like that traveling is like the best life experience and learning that you can really do yeah it really is and like it's so it's so easy to focus on the money aspect because it's a measurement like it is a measuring stick and that's mm-hmm. what the whole world runs on. It's like a societal pressure. But as you said, like when you focus on your well-being and your food and how you are and the things that are going into you as a person and developing those things and your personal development, the abundance flows in. Like I find I'm super into personal development. Like I love to read, work out, journal, just meditate, do anything that's building me up, even like physically. Like I like to do my makeup and dress up and whatever. And I find that the more energy and time I pour into those aspects of my life, the more incredible opportunities flow into my life, the better people I meet, the more money I make, because that's just increasing my value and how I hold myself and the standards I hold myself to. And it's like, Mm. you are only, people are only going to pay you as much as you truly deserve and you are worth to Mm. yourself like how much do you deem yourself worth for an hour if you think Mm. that you're not worthy of a thousand dollars an hour or if you're worthy of a hundred dollars an hour that's as much as people are going to pay you like you set the standard so it's Mm. up to anyone to build that confidence in themselves and really feel like they are worthy of certain experiences certain payments certain jobs and opportunities for them to actually reach them. Like no one else is going to pull you up. Like, I mean, maybe in very rare occasions, but you're the one that has to like pull yourself up. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. I also love what you said about safety and like do, doing it scared and even saying that you're scared to go to Puerto Rico. Like that just gave me permission to like feel so much because yeah. we do do it scared, but I don't know if there's something about you saying it that just also kind of clicks right oh now gosh. too. I'm always scared like when I before I travel especially coming here because I've never been to Puerto Rico and I don't really know anybody here and I came for a conference like a women in travel conference and then I was I'm launching my course so I was like let me just stay here for until I launch my course I wanted to create a container of energy here because I've been working on this for so long and I've been home in Austin 
working on it, but I've been in this familiar space with familiar people. And sometimes you just get so comfortable when you're in one mm -hmm. place or at home where that you like, don't push yourself farther than you have to, even though you're trying to, it's like, you can't because it's just too safe mm. you know, that coming here where I don't know anything. I don't know anyone. The only familiar things I have is like myself and to spend that time with myself and really mm -hmm. like get bored. Like I wanted to come here and get so bored that I have to really sit with my thoughts and like have nowhere else to turn to, to distract myself or to avoid like what I need to do. Um, wow. And yeah, and I've, I've only been here a few days so far, but I already see the impact it's had on me. And it's, it's kind of incre incredible. Ah, you're so right. Was, I just love hearing you talk. Um, I'm curious, because I know that this happens for myself, but do you kind of develop different identities in each place that you go to? Absolutely. I think every trip is a, ch a new chapter of your life. And what I love to do before I go on any trip, I usually do this um, in the plane ride there. I write my intentions and I set my intentions for the trip. And I'm like, who am I now? Who do I want to be after the trip? And what do I want to get done? On mm -hmm. the like, what am I leaving behind in the last place that I'm in? Like energetically, mm -hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, like, what do I want to like, just shed myself off because it's so easy to just pick up energies and emotions and just let them get trapped in us. But if you physically are moving to a new place, you kind of have that permission and that chance to really release and like let go of what is in that space or that place mm -hmm. that you're leaving and then create space energetically for new opportunities, new feelings, new emotions, and new you. And I think for Puerto Rico, for me, it was like, I wanted to ground. I wanted to be in nature, meditate mm. as much as I can. Um, I wanted to network with people in my industry at this convention and really just build my confidence in the space, in the travel space, and really find the people that I'm in alignment with. Because in content creation, it's like, I'm sure you know that it's kind of like you have that imposter syndrome. You're like, mm -hmm. whether you're doing well or not it's just like you kind of have to overcome that but when you surround yourself by people who are doing what you're doing like we were talking about before it reminds you that like you're good like you're doing something impactful and positive and everything so that that was another one and then another intention is of course like launching my course so it's like I wanted to set these intentions I always think about like personal career and then also like overall well-being like my health and stuff it's like I want to eat clean. I want to work out while I'm here. I want to be in the ocean as much as I can be barefoot in the sand, just grounding. So yeah, I think that's really important to do. I think everyone should do that when they go on trips. Yeah. And just be connected to, to mother earth. I just love trees too. I am so obsessed with trees. They have so many different languages and mm -hmm. I feel like in, they mirror how I feel too. Like yeah. if I feel expansive and I see this, like in, in San Francisco, oh my gosh, the trees were incredible. Really? They're so big and expansive. And I was like, that's how I feel. Or like sometimes in San Diego, I'd see one that's like, like one little palm tree with a little tiny leaf up. And I was like, I feel like that tree today. You know what I mean? And yeah. just, uh, there was a question that I got from someone in my 
DMs and it would be really your opinion on this. Yeah. So she said, Hey, Anita, I wanted to ask you, how did you become a content creator? Do you have any limiting beliefs when you first got started? For example, I can't do this because I'm afraid of people judging me, et cetera. Also, when did you start posting? Did you automatically get a lot of views or did your views start building up over time? So I'll let you answer it first and then I'll share mine, but mm-hmm. I just think it's such a good gateway for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, I definitely had imposter syndrome when I started. I It took me 10 years to start creating content from when I wanted to start. I oh was, my gosh. Yeah, I was 11 years old and I wanted to, I knew I wanted to, make YouTube videos. And I probably should have started back then because that was when YouTube just started. And I just, I had it in my heart and I, I went to my mom and my brother and they kind of laughed at me and I was like, okay, I probably shouldn't do this, whatever. And then, but it was just burning inside me for 10 years. And then I finally started and yeah, I was nervous as hell. My videos weren't that great. I, it took me years to gain traction. I, mm-hmm. I started creating and it was, it was that intrinsic motivation that really kept me going and that burning desire to just create content and share and teach and connect with others about these, these topics. And I kept going and, and they always say like, you need to just like keep going. Cause it's like right before, right before you give up, or it's like right on the other side of you giving up is when you're going to succeed. And, and that's so true. And it's like an iceberg, you know, it's like you have this desire to do it and you have to build it up inside of you until mm-hmm. you finally like break through the water and do it. But it takes so much that work, like inner work that people don't see to just yeah. get to that level. That's beautiful. I was thinking of that same analogy when I was running yesterday, cause I'm not a big runner. I'm like an 11 minute mile runner, runner. but it's always like that last push when you know that you're almost done. And it reminds me of that analogy of like, just go and you're just almost right there and you almost get more power more yeah. energy when you know how close it is so but yeah my experience was the same like I was a little kid I was always making videos like super embarrassing videos but it really does manifest over time and my videos went viral I felt like that was something that was manifesting for three years like I knew it was going to happen intuitively but it didn't happen for like three years so I always tell people like post what feels good to you you know I I definitely find myself in those times where it's like I'm posting this because I feel like you know my views are low or you know it's trending but the times where I do stuff and I'm like bro this is so cool it's just so much fun for sure like it's so easy to kind of get consumed by the algorithm and like what what people expect of you and stuff but it's when you post what you're what's coming from your heart I find that like performs the best or even if it doesn't perform the best it reaches the right people and Mm -hmm. then like just creates that energetic tie to certain people because sometimes like I make YouTube videos and I'm like oh like this video will perform because of like the SEO and the algorithm and stuff but I kind of feel like eh, like when I'm posting it but then I make some some videos like the last one that I posted was about a mindset shift that I just made and I implemented and mm-hmm. how it's changing my life. And I genuinely felt this pull and desire to create this video. And I didn't really do anything with the SEO. Like I just made it from my heart and made a title that like matched what I was talking about. And 
it's performing better than my other videos. So it's like, you never know. And, and it's so feels so much better. Cause I know that like, that is in alignment with like what I want to create too. Yeah, absolutely. It always happens like that. So it's better when you hear it from more people. I always tell people to pray before they post too. Like, please let this get to whoever needs to see it. And then you just get one comment. Even if it has like 200 views, you're like, oh, it's worth it. Exactly. For sure. Oh, well, I have to wrap things up here. And I'm just grateful that we even have the time and energy to do this today. Yeah. But I'd love to know how are you helping people right now with learning about travel and uh, specifically learning how to get compensated for it too. Yeah, I have a course coming out very soon on how to become a digital nomad. And like I said, I've traveled in so many different ways over the years to make travel possible. And I have found the method to be able to travel and also like earn an income and create your career and the lifestyle that you desire simultaneously, like while you're doing everything. So I made a course on exactly how to do it. So instead of going through all the trial and error that I did, this is like your shortcut to living this lifestyle. Um, that should be coming out in the next few weeks, but you can join the wait list. It is linked on my Instagram profile. It's the first link. It's how to become a digital nomad wait list and you get 50% off by joining that. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's, we'll put in the show notes for everybody. I'm really excited about too because I really want to know everything. I'm literally in the season where I'm like, bro, I really want to go overseas. I need to meet my my men from Spain. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> As someone who's done it, you need to. <laughs> I'm literally about to be Emily in Paris, but in Spain, bro. Yeah, Spain is my uh, favorite. I was just gonna say, I for anyone who's listening to this right now, this will be my little bonus. First person who gets the course, they'll get the book from me the would you say breaking the habit of being yourself yes oh that book is amazing so if if you're listening to this and you're the first person or just screenshot if you purchase send it to me on instagram and whoever sends it to me first i'll give them the book that's my little bonus oh thank you anita so much yeah that <laughs> book is changing my life right now that's another goal of mine while i'm here is to finish that book because it is it's just really unlocking different areas of my brain and things that I haven't really thought about, but I know that they've been, they were thoughts in my brain that I couldn't decipher, if you know what I mean. So it's just like putting actual words to like the emotions that I was feeling. It's, it's kind of crazy. Absolutely. Uh, well, we got to chat after this text message and stuff, but for everybody on the podcast, we'll see you later. Bye everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Manifesting Money podcast. If this episode resonated with you or shifted your paradigm in any way, shape, or form, please stop what you're doing right now and write us a review. This simple act of kindness helps us get this podcast episode out to as many people as we possibly can. And we also want to know what resonated with you and why. So be sure to join our free Facebook group that you can find in the show notes or tag us on Instagram. Either way, we love when you're in our energy and we love rewarding you for listening to the podcast. When you're ready to truly break down your money blocks and learn how to make money work for you, not the other way around. Go to the show notes and learn how you can work with us and join our community of people who are making massive shifts in their finances. Thanks again for tuning into this episode and we cannot wait to share your testimonies. We'll see you in the next episode.